Okay, James. <laughs> this time, answer, <laughs> where are you from? So, I was born in New Jersey, and I moved down to Wilmington when I was a little kid. I was probably like four or five. Um, so I grew up most of my life on the beach, which is nice. Yeah. But you didn't grow up at the beach in New Jersey? or No. Oh. That was uh, North Jersey, which is basically up by Newark. My mom taught in Newark um, for like 15, 20 years. So. Gotcha. Yeah. When, when people ask you where you're from, do you have the temptation to say I'm from Jersey? Because you're not. <laughs> because you're not. Well, most of the time, whenever I tell them that like I'm from Wilmington, and then I get like I don't know some some for some reason they're like hey where's that accent come from uh, yeah, and I was like oh, okay you don't sound like you're from Wilmington. coastal accent yeah coastal <laughs> I Carolina guess, accent. I guess not but yeah and then I have to explain why I'm a Giants fan why I'm a Mets fan yeah exactly. so, yeah are there a lot of people in Wilmington now not from Wilmington like hundred percent hundred percent they're all okay. every once in a while you see like the California play which is weird too right but a lot of you see a lot of New Jersey people come down, New York, North, basically a lot of Northeastern, yeah. Easterners. So, cool. Why did your parents move you guys from New Jersey to Wilmington? <laughs> it's, a, it's a better, better like, uh, location than living up in um, where we were living, because there's obviously, Jersey's not the nicest place in the world. Sure. Um, and my grandma, actually, my dad's mom moved down here about a couple years before we did in, like, a retirement community. Mm-hmm. And so my dad basically was like, hey, that's a nice spot to live and raise a kid, two kids. And we moved, yeah. yeah. Okay. Basically, that's it, so. And now you're at Charlotte? Now I'm in Charlotte, yeah. What's your major? Uh, finance. With, okay with a risk management concentration. Okay. So probably will change that concentration, but you know. But you're not. What are you doing when you graduate? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm planning <laughs> plan on becoming an officer in the Marines, um, trying to commission after I graduate. Um, I'm on a selection board for uh, officer candidate school, which is like That's a 10-week cool. program over the summer, this summer actually, so. Was Charlotte your first pick? No, no, I didn't. When I was applying for schools, I didn't even really consider Charlotte. Um, I mainly was trying to get into the Naval Academy, and I got disqualified because I'm colorblind. So, oh, I yeah, oh, and what yeah. color is that wall? <laughs> Obviously, the color is blue. How is it obvious? You're colorblind. Okay, well, that's not the type of color that I'm colorblind to. It's yeah. reds and greens. That's right. That's right. And I'm not like because their standard was like. I don't know, if you're like mildly colorblind, you're okay, but I'm like moderate to severe. Okay, so I'm wearing a green shirt, you're wearing a red. Yeah, and that looks great to me. I it's gray. Yeah, 100% thought that was gray. 100%. And it looks kind of gray in this when I'm, Well, when I'm driving, I can't really yeah. discern what color exactly. They're both gray. Well, no, no, they're not both gray, they're both like orangish color. So they all blend together. And yeah. obviously when I, I know the top light's red, right, yellow, right, green, right. but... Until, like, you know, if I'm driving off on the distance and I'm, like, you know, trying to come up to the light, I can't really make up. Especially at night when you can't see. Night's a little better. I can make it out better for whatever reason. I guess it's, there's less light pollution. Interesting. It's less bright. Oh. So I can make it out much better than and during the day. But 
Yeah, when I was when I was learning, I had my learner's permit, and I was driving my mom, and my mom was like, "I see brake lights. I said, stop. You gotta stop. It's a stop sign." I'm like, "Oh, sorry. That's my bad." So when did you realize you were colorblind? I, you started driving. Ever since I was a kid, I've always been okay. colorblind. Oh wow. Yeah, that's always been a thing. Um, I remember when me and my sister were kids, we used to argue whether or not um, a store was like <laughs> yellow or green, and. Um, so yeah, I've always had that. I've never really experienced that. And my grandma bought me like these cool like colorblind sunglasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I can actually now that when I drive, I just put them on. And really. I can see colors. Yeah. Oh. It's crazy because it's like it's so much more vibrant, and yeah. it's 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 nice. So but. what about being colorblind disqualifies disqualifies you from the Marines? Like, uh, not not the Marines, but more like I can't do anything like pilot. Pilot can't wise, fly. I can't fly anything, okay. and I can't be on like a ship wise mm. for like communication. And a lot of it disqualifies me for so many like wow. Navy based. So Navy was your first pick. Okay. No, you okay. have to go to the Naval Academy if you want to become a Marine. So oh, okay, okay. They they merge them together, but sense. it disqualifies me for so many naval like I can't be on a like a submarine do like so many submarine operated operations, um, MOSs so. Yeah, it's, but you know it is what it is. So it's kind of crazy that like I ended up here at Charlotte too. So yeah, but you're okay. still going on the Marines. So it's like well, besides the yeah. Naval Academy, was was Charlotte your second pick? <clears throat> so no <laughs> way. <laughs> no, um, I applied to the Citadel, and I actually got uh, accepted by the Citadel, but their uh, tuition is like sixty thousand dollars a year, and so I was like, not gonna do that. Yeah. Um, they're like, yeah, you can apply for ROTC benefits, and I'm like, but you still have to do a full year, freshman year, which is sixty thousand. Oh, and then your stuff. Will yeah, be I good. definitely like can't afford that. That's crazy, you know. Um, and so I applied to Campbell and then NC State, and then my dad actually was the one that like she was like, hey, you know, check out Charlotte too. And at that point, like Charlotte was like, I knew Charlotte was a city, but like I never really like knew where Charlotte was on the map. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But, like, you, you know what I'm saying. Do you, have you heard like, of UNC Charlotte before then? No. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, it, it was, like, a really, like, unknown thing. And I was, like, Charlotte. Like, yeah. I, I can't really picture Charlotte. I can, I can yeah. you know, I know it's a city. I know it's in North Carolina. But you had never been. Right. I'd okay. never been. I've never really experienced okay. any. So, yeah. Basically, I applied and, you know, here I am. Here you are. Yeah. So what does like a life, the life of James look like nowadays? So you're a junior, right? Yeah. Hold on. Left. Bef- oh. Can we can we do a little bit like a timeline stuff? Because you're yeah. interesting case. So sure. your freshman year was what year? I guess we're not gonna talk about what I want to talk. about. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we get it. That's fine. Because we can get to the we'll no, get to okay, the junior. Okay. I get it. So my freshman year. Yeah. Uh, my freshman year was 2020. So that yeah. was COVID. Right. That's like it's important. Yes. Yeah, so it kind of sucked that my senior year was, like, cut short because I had no baseball season. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. We had, like, four games. And I was actually playing well that, that season, too. I was, like, batting 400 or something like that. And I was like, okay, okay. And then, like, you know, Mar- that March 13th date, you know, sticks out. Uh, you remember the date, yeah. Of course. And then we're like, no more school, no more sports, no nothing. And it's o- it was only supposed to be for a little while. No yeah. prom, no graduation. No prom. Yeah. I, she- I did have a graduation. Um, 
which is nice, but you know. Was it a drive-by one? No, it was actually on our football Drive-through, not drive-by. But we all had to wear masks <laughs> and everything. Okay. So, but yeah, it was very, it was very uh, unique in that. Like, I'm not really like. So how was your freshman year of college? Because you were on campus, right? You were in the yeah, dorm. Yeah, that was funny because I was I was on campus, but there was nobody on campus. Yeah. Like, I remember just being able to walk from my dorm in Laurel all the way to the UREC Center and not pass anybody. Yeah, dude, that's wild. You nobody. And, like, that's I would wild. walk past Prospector and there would be nobody. Dude. Yeah. And it's I like was a 15 like, minute walk. Did you have right. anybody? Yeah. yeah. Did you have any in person classes, or was it all? I had two in person classes, okay. Okay. if I remember correctly, and I went to one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was, I was kind of new to the whole college, so I wasn't really used to like the lectures, you know. Yeah. And so I was like, this is boring. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And plus, like everything was online, so I was like, yeah, I don't. I don't have that motivation to go in yeah. class. I mean, so, um, but yeah, it was basically that. That year was basically me just working out, playing mm. video games, and doing school. Yeah. And I had select few friends mm-hmm. there, and it was wild. Yeah, how did you meet people? Were you interested in meeting people? I was. Yeah, I met a couple of kids that lived in my dorm, um, just off chance. Um, just one kid just needed help just getting into the building and you know we started talking I guess yeah. and we became friends um, which he already had a friend group so um, I kind of joined that friend group okay. for a little bit um, but yeah that was basically it and then um, yeah I started I think spring everything started to, to really come start to come alive because yeah. Um, I joined like certain like organizations, right? But um, Christian organizations, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christian organizations, and I got introduced to so many new people and so many new like friend groups that like I didn't have yeah. that whole fall semester. So yeah, what was what were you gonna talk about? I have more questions, but I'll let you answer your answer your question. Um, I I forgot what you were sorry. Great job. Well, I was just gonna, I'm, I'm, oh no, it, it was, what does like a typical day for James look like? Like, what are you doing? What are extracurricular, extracurricular activities? Yeah, so junior year is busy, so um, I guess this semester, and really last semester, a lot of last semester, um, basically Mondays and Wednesdays I have baseball practice, so for the club team. And uh, hey, can you tell your stats from last weekend? Oh, yeah. How'd you do last weekend? I don't remember. He hit a grand slam. <laughs> grand slammers. <laughs> grand salami. Um, <laughs> grand salami. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I basically have class and then homework. And then uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have like physical training for um, Marine officer selection. And then a lot of weekends we have games, which we we're going to Coastal Carolina this weekend. So. Um, yeah, it's pretty pretty busy, and I have to fit in, like you know, community groups and time to talk to you guys. So, yeah. Did you expect it to be this busy when you were starting to think about college when you were in high school? 
Did you have any idea of like, yeah, the time commitments that you would have to make for everything, for everything to work? Honestly, I thought college was gonna be easy, like easy peasy lemon squeezy. Um, like compared to what I was used to, you know, it's four classes, which are like an hour and a half. And in high school? Yeah. Yeah. Each day. And I was like, man, if I could go from that to just, you know, two classes a week, you know, that's cool. And then just work on homework, that's easy. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like, it's a totally different, like, uh, setup the way it is. And so I would never really was like thinking that, I thought I would have all this time on my hands. And it would be like, it would be like this big, cool thing that I could just hang out and, you know. It can be that. Yeah, no, it, 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 it definitely can be. But uh, for me, it's not, so. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a lot more like freshman year and yeah. even a little bit sophomore yeah. year but um I don't feel like I don't feel the as much of it as like an obligated time commitment as much as like because I, I want to be there you know yeah. I want to obviously I want to I want to like go to practice I want to better myself so it doesn't feel as much as a commitment yeah. if you know what I mean so yeah what question did you have, Chris? Well, I was going to talk about your spiritual life. Because okay. yeah. you, you're also not, you're kind of an exception as well, because you didn't grow up going to the church. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, I never really, like, experienced that. I didn't even know who Jesus was until, like, eighth grade, because um, I was, when we moved down, um, I got shoved into kindergarten when I was like young, really young. Um, and so I was like always like a year behind the average kid in my grade. So my mom was like, yeah, instead of you graduating at 17, we're gonna have you graduate at 18. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, I didn't really have much of a say. Was I like 12? Um, so uh, yeah, I was homeschooled that year and that was like my first exposure to like who Jesus was with and other like, homeschool kids yeah what are you talking about or like your parents oh with other homeschool kids okay. Oh, okay. yeah sorry um, yeah because obviously homeschool uh, community is very like Christian dominated yes. so that was like my so, like. but so your parents weren't Christian no they weren't um, we, I went to maybe one time during Easter went to church one time um, and that was like my first Sunday school experience but other than that um, no not really and uh, so yeah, they started going to church when my junior year of high school. Um, you know, obviously after I went, I was homeschooled. I went back to public school, and uh, yeah, I got wrapped up in the public school, like you know, how society my kids my age act, and uh, um, I never really like had that passion to go to church at all. Um, you know, I makes sense. I'd come you didn't up, know who Jesus was. I'd come up with the most creative ways to just, you know, skip out of like going to service. You know, but, so your parents started going to church then. My parents were going to church, and my mom wanted me to go to church okay. too. She made me and my sister go to church. So, what age were you when your parents started going to church? Um, seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure it was seventeen. So we're talking about your junior year. Right, was the only time you could had the opportunity to skip church right. since before you weren't even going to church. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. 
Um, but yeah, it was, it was actually kind of funny thinking back. Yeah, I would like try to like, you know, babysit the kids, you know, because <laughs> that's easy. I don't have yeah. to really do much. They, they just sing a bunch of songs and whatever. I get to, there was actually a girl who, who did it too that I thought was actually really, um, really cute. But um, so like, you know, I talked to her and then, uh, you know, I didn't really like put much effort into it. And uh, yeah, it was funny because my mom also sent me to the, their youth group or whatever. And uh, usually afterwards, I go with my friend whose mom also made him go, and we just get high in his car afterwards. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, I don't think that was really great. But <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, it's definitely interesting. Um, yeah. So your parents started going to church before you. Mm -hmm. Why were they going to church? What was going on in their life that... Um, do you know? Honestly, I don't really know the reason why. Um, it's still kind of a mystery to me. Um, I all I remember is like they used to fight. They were very like angry at each other. Like most of my life, my dad was like had the biggest, like the shortest views ever. Um, and but like he was always that like that type of guy that like was like oh yeah you do some good stuff and like God's gonna reward you mm -hmm. kind of deal um, so like yeah and then he's like he maybe it was because he thought that if he went to church you know he'd get some more money or whatever I don't right, know right, right. <laughs> his wife would cheat him better I don't know <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just sure. making fun of my mom and you know um, sorry mom you love your parents. Of course, of course. Yeah, I yeah, talk yeah. to my mom every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then after they started going to church, it was weird because they all started, like, you know, they both started mellowing out because my mom's also a very, like, emotional person. Um, and it's funny because that's, I'm a very emotional person. So, like, I can see both of myself in them. Um, obviously, I, I don't think it'd be, it'd be pretty obvious. My mom's Hispanic and my dad's Italian. So, it kind of... I don't think I knew your mom was Hispanic. Yeah, my grandma's from Venezuela. Yeah, he's he's mentioned that before. Uh, okay. Very. I don't really mention it a lot because I don't want to sound presumptuous. You know, oh, okay, te amo, James. What's up? <laughs> Clearly, James I, also is fluent in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I don't like to, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also for the listeners, James is very dark complexion, dark hair. <laughs> But that very is. muscular. <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway. He's um, not any of those. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate <laughs> Just it. Kidding. He's very muscular. <laughs> okay, stop. Okay, so you don't know really why your parents were I going. Yeah, I, it's still a mystery to me. To but you day. started going. Yeah, I, stu I was Yeah, I was in that church, and now I met the people. I was talking to them. I was friendly with them. But, like, I never really was, like, believing in, like, you know, Jesus. Yeah, because you were getting high. After all the stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also before church too, <laughs> okay. sometimes. But you know, I was yeah, that was a different person back then. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so what was yeah, the what one? Happened? What was the one thing that like changed everything? Oh, was just um, yeah. So my girlfriend, my junior, my freshman year, I had a lot of time on my hand, obviously. Um, and that fall, my girlfriend at the time called me. Freshman year of college. Of college, yes. 
called me and told me that, you know, she was like a week or two or a week and a half late. She was very late on her on her period, on her menstrual cycle. <laughs> and, Thank you uh, for using the sign. <laughs> no problem. For, for those viewers. Uh, anyway, so that was obviously like, you know, scary in of itself because yeah. she went to the doctor and had to get blood work done um, to see if she was actually pregnant or... Um, so anyway, so like that took like three days, and over the, the course of those three days, I was like really like freaking out, basically. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I didn't tell my parents until I knew for sure, and I, I was scared. I was genuine, downright scared, and I feel like that was like my most vulnerable spot. Um, I was like contemplating so many different things, and, and uh, then that's when I felt God reached out to me, and I know. Like, he reached out to me, and he made it clear um, what he wanted for me in my life. Um, and it's funny, because I, I reached out to my homeschool teacher, and um, she basically talked me through the whole situation, because I said, I don't know if I, like, I don't know what to do. I'm, I, I, how do I, how do I change? Like, what do I need to do in order to, give my life to Jesus because I, I don't I, I, at that point I don't know what else to do yeah. um, and she hit me with the old you don't have to do anything and I was like well that's crazy um, so yeah that like that night like we had like, a four hour conversation and after that like I walked back to my dorm and I picked up the Bible my mom had given me that I hadn't touched and I don't know I started crying like my like, I don't think there was a night that week that I wasn't crying in the Word. And it was kind of wild, too, because I was, like, I never experienced that. Like, because, like, I, I felt, like, so much, like, love. I felt, like, chills going down my spine. It was, like, it was, it was like, really, like, a crazy experience. And I knew, like, I, I was, I guess I would use I was, like, I was hooked. But, um, yeah, that's. That's that's really like the moment that changed my yeah. life. Yeah, and then you never yeah, and you feel like a real transformation happened. Yeah, after. now I know for sure. Like I would never like do anything to like forsake God like intentionally. Like yeah. no way would I like you know. It's real to you. Drag his name through the mud. Yeah. No way. Yeah, it was, it's so real to me. Um, so what'd you do after that? So, so you didn't. Were you at a church? Were you no. At like a, <laughs> Uh, like I said, I wasn't, I was definitely not going to church. Um, so I was like, um, since that was, that was fall, I came home actually before I did anything. Um, because I want to say that was the very end of November and then like our semester ended in December. Right. So um, over that break, you know, I was, I had conversations with my girlfriend because um, we were still together, but I didn't want to, you know, have sex or do anything, you know, immoral. And she didn't quite understand that. Um, you know, granted. <laughs> she was not have, a Christian. She, she grew up in a Christian household, okay, which okay. is interesting. Um, but no, um, I, don't, I don't believe that she um, has given her life to Jesus. So... I, I, I don't know. Sure, sure. Time yeah, might yeah, have, yeah, she yeah. might have changed in these past two years. She's not currently a girlfriend, so you wouldn't know. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so we had conversations, 
and you know we try to work through some stuff and then I went back to school in January and I went to some campus ministry like lunch I guess you could call it um, and I met um, which somebody's now my friend um, kid named Ryan and uh, he was like hey you should check out this other campus ministry I want to check out and I was like okay and so I check it out and I meet all these people and all these people are like the nicest people ever you know they're so welcoming and they have all the same like you know views as me and they're like I align myself with them so well and I was you know immediately I was in that fold um, which was awesome but yeah and then um, yeah I broke up with my girlfriend I want to say in February right before Valentine's Day actually which is smart but not smart in the, <laughs> the point where I'd already bought her Valentine's gift so I was like yeah here you go <laughs> It was funny. I gave her Valentine's gift, and then we broke up, and I was like... Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's a party gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, nice. Nice. it's a nice gesture. Yeah, so, so we... That's when we first met. Was your sophomore... Spring of your sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think yeah. I realized that. Yeah, because that was... Yeah. No, that was his fresh spring... No. That was freshman... No, sp- sophomore no. spring. When we met? Mm-hmm. But you broke up with your girlfriend your... Freshman spring year. Freshman spring. Year. So oh, we met him okay. a year later. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so how did we meet? Um, basically, I I was friends with Brandon, a kid on the Ultimate Frisbee team, and he told me about you guys, and he was saying that, um, basically putting in a good word, you know, <laughs> uh, how you guys are like, you know, talk to him about um, his faith and whatever. And so I was like, huh, I'm, I want to go, I want to check these guys out. I want to I wanna talk to these guys because I felt like that was what I was missing in my uh, spiritual walk was um, people I could talk to that actually knew um, God. And I was like, let me check him out, you know. What's the, what's the worst that can happen? And so I came up, it was funny because it was the next day that, <laughs> That you guys were tabling in front of the union. So I didn't know that. So the day before you actually <laughs> yeah. saw us. No, it it was no. I talked to Brandon. Yeah, yeah. The night before. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. The day after. Yeah, I yeah. saw you guys. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and because you were helping table with another ministry, you were beside each other, right? Uh, was it that day? I might no. I think we were in in between CHHS and Coed, but yeah, okay, same yeah, yeah. same location. Okay. And I was just coming in to go eat um, yeah. at the at Crown, and I saw you guys. I was like, "Oh, let me go talk to them." And you know, yeah, here we are. Here we are. Here we are now. Dang. So, what is the what's one of the biggest things that you've learned since you've been in college over the past year? Like you're junior now. You're going to graduate in a year already. Yeah. Yeah, what if you what have been like maybe some perspective shifts that you've had or spiritually? Sure. Alright. Um or any I think the biggest thing spiritually that I've, you know, learned is that um is like God's not like a dictator. He's far from it. He's the opposite. 
Um, he's not requiring you to obey his laws, and then he'll love you. He loves you regardless. And you don't have to obey his laws to feel his love either. Um, it, it, is, it is pure like love back and forth. And um, that, that is the biggest thing that um, helped me with my walk because um, before that's, that's how I viewed God because that's how everybody views everything, you know? It's definitely rewards-based. It's definitely um, you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to get a reward. Exactly. Um, or to, to look good, to be good, to qualify as a quote-unquote good Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think that that was the biggest perspective change um, that I went through. So... I remember the first time we met, um, and I think we were talking a little bit about that. And you, like, you, because I mean, I'm just trying to. You were like, when we met you, you were like a year and a half, a year into like your Christian walk, right? So you're yeah, very, very new. More, yeah. I remember you like pushing back a little bit on like, because I think we showed him like the triangle, the triangle, yes. yeah, and, and you, you were like, no, no, no. no. Like, but how does that happen? Or I, I don't remember. There was something, there was just like a block in your head. Yeah, um, that tends to happen a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said earlier, I'm emotional. So whenever, like, I get confronted, I get I get very stubborn. Um, so that was the big thing that, like, because I've never heard that before. And I was, I was really confused, number one. And number two, I was like, really just trying to figure you guys out Mm. and see like what why you guys were saying what you were saying um and trying to understand what you were trying to convey and i feel like that's why like i pushed back so much is because like that's like dang right off the bat you know they're introducing (laughs) something totally radical and i was like i've never heard of that before so i feel like that's probably the reason why i pushed back so much what do you think we were trying to communicate? Basically, what I, <laughs> basically what I just uh, explained. Um, trying to, for me, trying to explain how I view God and how that's not necessarily um, true. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, like God is a dictator. Again. Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. Or at least what you're saying, right? Like your experience, life on experience of how like love works. Right doesn't apply to how God's love works. Exactly. Right? And you think that was like a conflicting like to believing how God loves work because we've only experienced this conditional and it was like, hard, human. Yeah, it was hard yeah. to fathom too yeah. because it's like, yeah, it's totally like unnatural for <laughs> us yeah, humans sure. yes. to, to accept that. So um, I feel like, yeah. And it was funny because I, I remember the first time I was like, huh, I think I think I know what they want from me, but I think I'm just gonna do this the way I think I, the way I want to do this. And I went from identity oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. obey to God, and I was like, "There's no right answer, right?" And they're like, "You guys are like, well, yes, technically there's no right answer, but you know, 
That was the wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna offer you a different perspective. That was probably another reason why I was so I was I pushed back so much because you guys tricked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Weird tricksters. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's all we do on campus. We're just like tricking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Word traps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um. Thanks for hanging out, James. No problem. Appreciate you having me.